Oh, are we recording? Absolutely. Oh. Well. Where, Where the, the fuck, fuck are, are we going? going? Really don't want to know. I was a little goth kid. I had long hair. You're a piece of shit, and I hate you. Sensitive nipples. Just like Andrew Como. Flip of the coin. Ching Chong, your facts are wrong. The king of the patch, the eater of the snatch. But his father was a gynecologist. Fuck are we going? Where the fuck are we going? Oh, well then apparently um everybody's just being a lazy piece of shit. Um you know, I don't know. It's it's the same shit we deal with on the daily. Like it's not even really name dropping, it's What's really the issue is, is there is no head figure, so they kind of had to mold one, if that makes sense. So, I know one was off yesterday, one called in, one was on vacation. And apparently, out of all three, none of them are there again today. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So. I yeah. love it. Yeah, the uh, the inmates are running the asylum today. Gravy. So. Well, that's perfect for a boiler room session opener then, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The um it's it's funny because yesterday was a complete shit show, as you knew. As always. And I mean, I was able to get everything done, of course, but at mm-hmm. the same time the fact I was being fucked that hard. Yeah, for real. And it wasn't even like a Hey, this is your first time. It's a bend over, no lube, no spit, nothing. It, it was two days in a row. Yeah. Oh, you're still sore from yesterday? Guess what? <laughs> Get ready. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, the latest, you know, tabloid, I guess I could throw out from there. Fantastic, fantastic. You know, meaning the next time we're in, it's uh, more than likely going to be more of the same. And I don't know, it's it's frustrating, but at the same time, I see everyone getting frustrated. And as you know, yesterday, um, some people encounter that frustration with, well, if I don't do anything, then I can't get frustrated because then I'm not doing something wrong to upset somebody. And I can't do something that's going to upset me. However, you have the other side of that coin. If you see someone doing nothing, you just want to wring their neck. (laughs) Because why am I out here busting my ass all day for you to sit down there and just jerk your jank? You know what I mean? And that's exactly why last night I said, "Hmm." we're even a half hour early. Yep. And I, I, I see both sides, which is why when you began getting frustrated, the two you were getting frustrated at, I took over and went, hey, can you please go do that? Like he asked you to multiple times. Not angrily, just could you do me this favor? Could you please do that? And the other one I spoke to, I said, listen, the younger one, I said, don't take it personal. He's frustrated because it's going to be just him. And he's like, I get that, and I understand that. And I was like, time management is very important. 
And by that, I mean, don't sit here and block out what you have to do. Just look busy. Right. And the other one, the the younger one I did apologize to, um, the other one is a problem. Is is a problem. Complete problem. Absolutely. The, and I will call it out completely if no one else does. Absolutely. It's there's there's a point where even being confident turning into cocky he it, that one's at a point where he's not either. He's no, just um, deliberately refusing to adhere to what will work with us. And I don't mean just you and me. I mean everybody. Yeah. Um, after being told what I was told yesterday, I uh, I went straight to management and said something. And he was he went and moved the new person because mm-hmm. to make sure they weren't uncomfortable. Um, with that being said, not that it has anything to do with it, but the asking of the age shit is a problem to me. That's a pedophile. That has me up in arms. That has me ready to throw hands because listen, if you're a drug dealer, if you're in on an assault crime of any sort, murder, whatever, you've done what you've done. And personally to me, I feel like those crimes are, they can be simplified down to people just needing to get a, get through their day to do what they have to do. You know, some people can't make rent alone off of work, right. so you got to sell drugs. You get busted on that, boom, there you are. Some people don't feel safe, so they take the initiative to, unfortunately, commit a murder. Well, here's the thing. If they didn't jump ahead and kill that person, the murderer would probably become the murdered. You do know you, what I mean? Do you think I would uh, I would get... We would get copyrighted if I put the law and order tint in right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, these wh- crimes are are especially yeah. heinous. You know, but that that right there is that. That's, I will go to jail for that. That's the candle on the cake, right there. Yes, that is the. This is inexcusable. Yeah. This is especially to the new one mm-hmm. who just showed up. First day, less than an hour in. Yeah, first day, less than an hour in. You're hitting. You're 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 trying to hit the ground running with that. Mm-hmm. When you have tried to approach multiple women who are in relationships, you still want to pull that. And when you've been rejected by said people, you then become belligerently disrespectful. You are snatching things out of their hands. You are making them feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Your attitude and your mentality towards them You've is... technically groped them at yeah. certain points, too, and it's, mm-hmm. it's inexcusable. It is extremely inexcusable, and anybody who has really known me long enough knows that I will not hesitate to drop you where you stand. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest dude. I'm not some six foot, 300 pound, roided out jock 
with a gas mask who's going to, you know, break Batman's back by any means whatsoever. <laughs> but understand that mama didn't raise no bitch. Right. And I'm, dad raised the soldier, so. <laughs> oh, no. Just understand that. This you know, is for my country. Not that kind of oh. soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I brought up to Zo- I brought up to Zoe uh, the other day um, a hypothetical question that you had asked me, um, because you are in a situation of uh, complete disrespect on one part towards you, and it's not okay. Right. Um, I filled Zoe in on the whole conversation and I said Zach asked me hypothetically if he were to message you and invite you to go out to the bar <laughs> that's where we're going with this okay and <laughs> not say anything to you how what would you do I said I would show up to your house and kick your fucking teeth down your throat right and I mean, Zoe's like, yeah, that's not okay. And I explained who and when right. and what mm-hmm. and no. No. And it doesn't matter who it is. That's right. the thing. I think that's the point that is, I think that's the part that's missed by many. If it's, if it's like your girlfriends or whatever, like I get it. Like, yeah, girls want to go have a girl night, whatever. Like, that's fine. Because had the coin been flipped, had it been, and I will come clean there have been points where it actually has been the coin flipped mm-hmm. where a female has reached out to me and not her. Right. And she has reacted the same way. Mm-hmm. And by all means, she is completely entitled to react that way because that is extremely disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And now every time she sees this one or that one, because maybe I'm a piece of shit for it. Maybe I'm just too openly friendly, but there's, it's been more than once. And, you know, anytime she sees them now, it's kind of like I have to be at the ready because is she going to attack? You know what I'm well, saying? Well, the whole, the whole situation that you're in now, like, I thought it was weird. Like, when I called you the other day, um, when you guys were walking out to go to your lunch. Yeah. And said person followed. Yep. That was sketchy to me. Extremely sketchy because... You know, as much as I like to be like, oh, I'm aware of everything, you know, I notice everything. I don't have eyes in the back of my head. So why are you, why are you directly behind me? Right. Knowing full well your situation with me, not only with me, but with her. Mm -hmm. So to be right behind me, out of my eye shot, I don't know what's going on. My first instinct is if you're behind me, I'm, I'm throwing an elbow, I'm throwing a kick, I'm throwing something. You know, because I, this might be because my father figure in my life, um, because obviously you know the situation with my father, um, my mentor, I guess I will say. Kyle's talking shit about my dead dad again. <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that bridge <laughs> later. Um, so my mentor, who, he, he is my, my father figure at this point. Right. Um, to those who don't know, um, FYI, very, very dark, deep point here. Um, my birth father is dead. And my stepfather has, he wants nothing to do with me. Whatever he says, regardless of that fact, 
He wants nothing to do with me. He has his own blood son now. It's He has his child. Mm-hmm. That is his priority over me. And that's fine. I respect that. So this third one, while, yes, he does have, you know, three sons of his own, has taken me in and has been that father figure that I've been lacking. And so he has always raised me to circle back to the topic um, in the same mentality of the armed forces. Uh, He served in the army. He was a mortarman. Uh, He was part of the infantry. And uh, he was first boots on the ground, actually, after 9-11. Okay. Um, So with that being said, the whole always be aware of your surroundings um, when you sit down at a restaurant or a public place or anything, always have, you know, a door in your line of sight. Don't ever have your back to the door. So when he's behind me, initially I'm tense because you're behind me. I don't know what's going on. Right. I don't like it. And I know you're behind me and I know we have problems. So it really took, thankfully you calling me and being there to, you know, kind of just be another voice and for her to be there to be like, just relax, it's fine. It was very important. Right. Because I'm not I'm not trying to be like these guys who walk around and tap out hoodies that are like, Oh yeah, this MMA stuff's easy. I could choke you out, no problem. If I had martial arts training, yeah, absolutely. Do I do wrestling? Do I do, you know, physical contact sports? Yes, I do. But I'm not the biggest dog in the fight. However, I am a dog in a fight, so if I got to bite you, I'm going to bite you. Party wolf. Party wolf. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jay Rick Flarian. Woo! Bill Zarian. <laughs> but, so that, that, is a, that is a very big um, thing about me. And what's very important to realize from that is they had my trust. Right. And... You know enough because you've seen it happen multiple times. If you break my trust, you don't get that back. Right. It's it's done and over with. It's you're dead in the water to me. Mm-hmm. And so for this person, and if you're listening, just know I know everything. Don't sit there and think I don't know. Don't think that you can hide stuff behind my back. I have eyes everywhere. I know. I have ears everywhere. I know. So for this same person to do the same tactic of talking to her and saying, well, if Zach has a moment, I want to talk to him. Be a man. Why aren't you coming to me? Why are you going to her when I'm not there and then saying, I want to talk to him? You have multiple ways of contacting me and you refuse to do it because you're a coward. Right. And I don't appreciate that at all. Anytime... There's ever been an issue, especially between you and me. I feel like the person who feels like they've created a problem goes, hey, just want to let you know, my bad. Here's what's going on. Right. We've confronted each other like gentlemen. And I feel like the person on the receiving end is like, you know what? You came to me. I respect that. Let's hash this out. Right. And there are other people who have come to me. They're like, hey, man, I just want to clear the air. Here's what's going on. I've had to clear the air with multiple people. Here's what's going on. I feel like it's been, it's definitely been over a month. Mm-hmm. So over 30 days, you have had numerous chances of being able to go, hey, can we talk? I know there's a problem. 
I just want to hash it out with you. You refuse because you want me to come to you so that way you can be on the defensive so you can be like, oh, you came to me, so clearly, you know, you're in the wrong for being mad at me. The fuck I am. Yep. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, <laughs> way to just throw me <laughs> off my groove. I am, uh, it's just, it, it astounds me that you can sit there and play the fool and act like you're not in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Whereas, uh, He's trying to manipulate people, even though he himself has cried wolf and claimed that other people have tried manipulating him. And that's a story I'll have to tell you off air because that's... You know, I, I think it's funny because he is technically a product of what he is right now. Absolutely. He's, he's, been, he's been in your shoes, mm -hmm. so why would he do it? And that's, that's the real question. That's the cherry on top of the Sunday. I just Why? I just watched him fucking cry for months on end mm -hmm. about the same situation. Yep. So why would you do it? Right. But I don't know. I don't want to focus all this time and energy on him because it's <laughs> it's it's you know to our you know our audience our listeners there's you know obviously there's a lot of blank spaces in that story where not everybody's going to understand so i do i do have to say i think today has already been less dead air than what we had uh our prior podcast and we do apologize about the slight hiatus uh scheduling conflicts have been a big thing absolutely um and again like i said for the last boiler session um i feel like it it's daunting when it's your first time right in the studio when you want to when you want to talk you know first time on stage when you want to perform you know first time behind the wheel of you know you you don't want to crash right. you know what i mean so um, to white knuckle that whole time it's you know we're we're deadpanning listen, and it's a problem li listen Seth, we we love you <laughs> but you kind of fucked us man jesus uh, christ <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It was a good episode, but Would you find a way to let me down slowly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was it it was a fun time, but it was hard. It wasn't. We weren't able to bounce because we weren't in our group. We were trying to settle into how he felt too, right. and you know, it, it's. And cool. I wasn't like, awake. You know, I I also take I take responsibility for that. I came in dead like the skunk on the side of the road in front of the you know. I know you said you fell back asleep. Yeah. Said, uh, so was, when did you wake up? Twelve minutes ago. Oh shit. Yeah, I was I was sleeping pretty much all morning. So although oh, this is a boiler room session, we could have a boiler room session spooktacular. We could absolutely. So I would like to try to shift focus towards Ooh. spooky, spooky, scary skeletons. Um, do you by chance have? Any stories, experiences that you've gone through? Mm, honestly, this is this is right in my alley. Perfect. When you when you told me about this, I was like, "Yep, I I'm ready." Perfect. Perfect. So, if you got something, go ahead and lay it out. 
Um, there's a, uh, there's a family out there who I've, you know, I've told them that we're doing a podcast, so whether or not they're listening, I'm not exactly sure. Um, for privacy reasons, I'm going to not use their names. Okay. Um, this is your typical family of husband, wife, um, older daughter, baby son. Mm -hmm. And, um, they... The parents wanted to go out on a dinner date, and this was this was years ago. They wanted to go out on a dinner date um, somewhere that wasn't local, and asked if I could step in to babysit. Now, I've had good relations with this family for a while. Um, you know, the daughter's a sweetheart, and the son is infant age. Back when this happened, mm -hmm. so I was like, "Yeah, of course, sure. You know, not a problem at all." So they're out to dinner. I'm helping the daughter with her homework. And um, she had just helped me put the son to sleep. Um, so he's upstairs on the second floor. Second, third, second or third floor. Um, it was a big house. And um, so he had a baby monitor in his room. I think it was the second floor. I don't think they would have put him up on the third floor. Um, and so... The send, you know, the sender, whatever they call it, it's in, you know, obviously in his room by the crib, and I have the receiver. It wasn't camera, it's just audio. Right. Um, and I'm helping her with her homework, um, which I'm sure you'll love this. It's her math homework. Of course, I'm helping her with her math homework. And roughly about, I want to say 9.45 at night, 10 o'clock at night, um... I start hearing some noise from the baby monitor. And I'm thinking, all right, whatever. It's, you know, he's probably just rolling over in his sleep or something, right? right? And then I notice she's starting to feel uncomfortable. She's looking around, and I'm like, are you okay? She goes, did you hear that? And I'm like, I, nothing except from the baby monitor. And almost immediately I hear, Thump, 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 thump. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's the cat. They don't have a cat. So I'm like, what is that? You know, I, I, I go upstairs. I go into the room. I check on him. He's fine. He's sleeping. But I'm on alert now. I'm like, what is that? You know what I mean? So I start trying to calm myself down. I'm like, it's probably just like a squirrel or something on the roof, whatever. It's fall time around this time. So, like, right. you know, you're thinking maybe it's just a squirrel or something on the roof. You know what I mean? However, it is a very big house, but I'm just trying to tell myself, hey, you know, maybe it's just a squirrel. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just hearing things. And then I start hearing the sun whining through the monitor. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe he's up. You know, maybe I woke him up. And then I hear an extremely loud bang. And if that wasn't enough, again, I won't, I can't say names, but I hear a voice scream his name through the baby monitor in like a this kind of voice. So instantly I'm up on my feet and I'm up the stairs. Like I'm, I don't think I've ever ran this fast in my life. Slam open the door. Nobody's there. 
His window is wide open. He's standing at the crib screaming bloody murder and the bookshelf has fallen over. I grabbed him. I, when they say mothers with adrenaline can lift cars, I, I believe that wholeheartedly because I grabbed him and I grabbed her under my arm and booted the door open, ran across the street to the neighbor's house, put her down, ramming on the door, and they open the door and I go, I need to use your phone. I need, I, I need to use your phone because I had left my phone in the house. I, I left everything. Right. I got the kids. I got the hell out of there. I'm shaking remembering this. this. <laughs> the parents come home. They were out of town, so it took them about an hour and a half to get home. Mind you, this drive probably out there was like two and a half, three hours. So you know the dad was, my kids are in danger. I'm coming home. Right. They came home. I explained the situation to them. Right. The mother's sitting there holding the baby. You know, dad's got daughter by his side, stroking her hair. Right. And he goes, well, thank you very much for getting them out of the house. We'll see what that's about. We'll go from there. Right. Confident father style. We'll figure it out. Yada, yada. Right. Not even two weeks later, they let me know, hey, we're packing up. We're moving. We don't want to talk about what happened. But I want to let you know, I'm so sorry we put you through that. Meaning something else happened that sparked them to move out of that house. Fuck that. Yeah. No. Nope. So that that is one of the many situations that I have been through that involves, I guess you could call it the supernatural, mm-hmm. um, the otherworldly. And it still sticks with me to this day. That's fucking scary as shit. Yeah. Oh. So I guess I'll pass the... Uh, Speaking ball to you now. I guess that's your turn. Oh, perfect. So, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to follow that up, right? I'm not going to follow that up <laughs> at all. That is horrifying. Um, I mean, yeah. All the all the things I've been through are just are small compared to that. I'm trying to. Th- I know I've had some like really big scares, um, but nothing that would ever amount to that. Um, I think I'll have to go with the most recent. Um, So back earlier this year, my mother passed away. And, um, you know, I had family coming and going from the house. And I'd say like a month after the fact, we were, I was going to put my son down to bed. Mm -hmm. Zoe was out. Zoe had actually just shown back up. Um but her sister was there, her daughter was there. I was putting her son to bed. I feel like someone else is there too, or I can't remember. Um, but we're, I'm laying there with my son, trying to get him to go to sleep, and all of a sudden I just hear a, like a bang on my bedroom door, and I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" And you know, my son like perks his head up and like looks, and I'm like, "There's some violent ghosts. Let's go, let's go check this out." <laughs> So we get to the door, and as we're getting to the door, Zoe opens it up and is like, hey, tell your mom to, you know, leave us alone. And I was like, (laughs) wait, what happened? And a picture from eight feet across the room, frame, goes flying off the wall and hits my door. That's terrifying. That 
was scary yeah, as shit. For real. Um, that's, that's wow. And more recently, like, okay, yeah, we had a light bulb going bad in the kitchen recently. And it just, it would flicker at the most random time. So I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm listening to you. But there was one day that we had said something like last week and every light in our house started going fucking crazy. Will? (laughs) (laughs) Stranger things. Um, Yeah, no, it's. Like, I have stories of, like, going to, you know, the witch's circle at a cemetery Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know, like, Ouija board stories. And I just, I don't know if, I can't say that they were fake. Right. But I can say I'm I'm skeptical about that. I don't know because I can't, I can't trust, I, I can't trust it. I don't, right. I don't know if someone else is pushing the Oracle. I don't know. Exactly. It's, but when you're a kid, it scares the shit out of you. Oh, most definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd like you to join in for like two minutes if you would, because you have a couple stories. You do. You do. The picture at the house. The random picture of you. For those who cannot see, he is speaking to Zoe right now. I have a special guest today. Yes. I've been sitting in the corner. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I don't know. Was it your grandparents' house or something like that that you told me about? Oh, I don't like talking about that. Don't make her do something she's not comfortable with. No, it's it's all right. It's just like it's still just... Um, no, so my grandparents live, well, they lived in Durnville and, um, so they lived there, you know, my whole life until they passed. Um, and (laughs) so there, my cousin came in from Alaska and he lived there up until they sold the house. And, um, you know, he called my mom over and my mom was raised there, and she said there was always scary shit when she was growing up. And so they actually had a pastor come over and do this whole thing when my mom was a kid, but she doesn't really remember too much from it. So my cousin came in, and um, he's he called my mom, and he's like, Jenny, there's weird shit happening at this house. And she's like, well, I could have told you that, you know. like." And so he's like, no, you don't understand. There's birds everywhere, like, just dropping like flies. There's flies everywhere in this house. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable here. There's noises all day long. There's shit flying everywhere. He's like, I, you need to come over here. So, she's like, okay. So, she came over and. Mistake number one. (laughs) So, you know, she witnessed the same things and she's like. Well, I'm gonna have to get in touch, you know, with some of the family members and see who, if this pastor is still alive, that you know came over to begin with. So they did get in touch with the same church. The guy came over and was explaining everything. I don't remember everything that my mom told me about it, but um, so he was going around and there in my grandparents' basement there was like. My grandma had a room where it was, like, her canning room type thing. She would put, like, her canned goods and whatever in there. So the guy went in there. So the pastor went in, and he's like, it, it's this room. And they're like, nothing's in there, though. 
So he's like, oh, I'm telling you, whatever is here, it's there. So the pastor opened the door and turned on the light, whatever. There was, you know, canned goods in there and whatnot from my grandma. And he, there was something flipped upside down in the middle of the floor. So he picked it up and he's like, do you guys know this person? And he turned and it was a photo and he turned around and it was me as a kid. Mm. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> so, you know, he did his, the pastor did his thing and my mom said, don't ever go near that house. Cause a few years ago before Kyle and I got together, I was thinking about buying that house. So mm, I guess it's mistake a good number thing. two. <laughs> I did not buy that house. So um yeah. I don't I don't think it's a attachment to you. I do think it is a family thing though. Um Well it's a good thing nobody in my family owns it anymore. What about your sister? Well oh um growing up, um there well, I mean they're my sister's stories, but um, she was always, I don't know, complaining that, you know, somebody was talking to her and whatever. And she was little. Um, Shout out to Taylor, by the way. It's Taylor. Um, she was like. Taylor! <laughs> <laughs> I know who that is. Yeah, she was like, I don't know, probably six or seven at the time. And one of the apartments that we lived in um she kept waking up with scratches on her body, and my mom was like, um, "Like, what are you doing to yourself in your sleep?" And she's like, "It's not me; it's somebody else." And you know, as a kid, you you know, as a parent, you hear that, and you're kind of like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." You know, imaginations run wild. And then finally, um, one night, um, Taylor woke up my mom screaming, and something was pulling her underneath of her bed, and my mom had to yank her back out. And the same apartment, actually, my brother, he was uh, four or five. He was always in the closet talking to some, like, just, you know, my mom thought he was just talking to himself, but he would always close the closet doors. And finally, one day, my mom just whipped open the door. She's like, who are you talking to? He's like, her name is Molly. Don't you see her? And, yep, same apartment. (laughs) 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 But the weird thing is, is that um, my mom, when she was pregnant with my brother, if she said that if he was going to be a girl, that his name was supposed to be Molly. Didn't, uh, <coughs> wasn't he supposed to be a twin? I don't remember. I thought I remembered I hearing that he was supposed to be a twin and the other one may have dissolved. just vanished. Yeah. yeah, it could be the case. And I Mo- don't know. Molly could have been the sister. Um, those stories scare the absolute shit out of me anytime Zoe yeah, says those them. are those there are was rough. One, yeah, it's it's definitely part of my childhood because there was one, um, there was another house that we lived in, and my mom thought she had heard noises upstairs, so she went upstairs and she turned the corner and. She swears up and down. She gets chills every time she tells the story, but she saw herself as a little girl just standing there in her doorway and then just took off. That's fucked. Mm. I love Zach's reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. 
it's just, is there really any other reaction that I can give? Right. It's, this is that stuff where it's like, oh, it's just, they're making up stories. It's, uh, you know, welcome to uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's Hollywood shit that they're just trying to, you don't know that. You know, it's, we live near farms in the middle of New York. Like. Yeah, like it's, no, it's. I mean, we are on reservoir lands. We are so. in. We are in. Yeah. So there are three separate stories I can tell you. There are. There is a good, a bad, and a violent. Oh Jesus. All right, before we get to that, we need a quick Zatch Facts. Oh, damn it. I don't have anything loaded up for Zatch Facts today. Um, uh, 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 bear with me for one moment. That sounded a lot more Asian than it should have. Oh, bury me for one moment. No, the whole bee. <laughs> Love that it carried on after the clap. Um, actually, while we're waiting for him, sure. I'm pretty sure because I said Reservoir Land. I'm pretty sure one of the elementary. Well, I remember growing up. One of the elementary schools in the district is built on a graveyard. I feel like your mom told me that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's true, but I mean, I've heard it many times throughout I, my childhood. I believe Broad Street. Mm. Broad Street. Elementary. No. No? Not that one. Uh, it's over in the flats. Fire. Okay. okay. That one. Jesus. I got a wild one. Here we go. All right, Sorry. This is what I've been waiting for. Right. This is what I've been waiting for right. for a month now. Nutmeg is a hallucinogen. We're about to find the fuck out. <laughs> I, I feel like I've heard that before. Because it contains, and I'm about to butcher this, meristicin. Awkward silence. Who's that? I think that's how you say it. It's a compound. It's a natural compound that has mind-altering effects. You can experience hallucinations if you ingest large quantities. I was about to say, you'd have to eat fucking yeah. cups of the stuff. I was going to gonna say, so. yeah. But it's, yeah. Um, it's the same with morning glory seeds. If you Philippines is the best. McDonald's serves spaghetti in the Philippines. I like that. I'm Filipino, bags. and I didn't even know that. That is great. Oh, my Isn't God. Isn't it the same thing with poppy seeds? Poppy seeds uh, hold a high quantity. Well, not... High quantity, but they have trace amounts of THC, which you would find in marijuana. So the psychoactive ingredient is found in poppy seeds, but you would need to eat your body weight in Uh it to feel any effects. Um, Morning glory seeds that you could buy at any fucking where, honestly. Um, When ground up, it releases a compound chemical that is equivalent to LSD. Why do you know this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he needs to feed this. I need to feed this, okay? <laughs> um, now, I did have some friends that experimented with it before, and they said it worked. And, I mean, good good for them for figuring it out instead of having to pay. Good choice of friends. Whatever LSD is for. Why do you got to do this? <laughs> 
All right. So you're starting off with the good, the bad, or the violent? Um, Honestly, it's entirely up to whatever you guys want to hear violent. first. Violent. Uh, we'll start with violent. Wow. I will. She was quick on that one. I will start off by saying that I was going to ask if you believe in people being haunted. Yes. Uh, spiritual attachment Absolutely. to said people. Now, the reason I say there are three different stories is because I believe there are three different spiritual hosts, whatever you want to say, that are attached to me. Okay. Whether they still are or not, I don't know. How long? One has been around since childhood. Okay. One was briefly around maybe 18 to 20. Okay. And the third was on and off from 18 to maybe 25. So you got good, bad, violent, right? Yes. I'm going to guess this right now. All right. Good was a child. Yes. Was you as a child? It wasn't me as a child, but it's been around since I've Came to child. you as a child. Uh, wouldn't necessarily say child, but younger, when yes. You were younger. Yes. Violent teenage of 25? Yes. Bad the other? Yes. Okay. So, violent was, I had, I've been on my own since I was 17. Yep. And I had just roomed with a friend. Uh, his name is Joe. And Joe Mama. <laughs> and his girlfriend, Sam. Okay. Now... We had become roommates. Um, this was the first apartment that I had had. Um, and at one point, I came home, and Joe and Sam were packing. And I'm like, what's going on? And I like to think I'm pretty good at calling bullshit. Joe had told me that the landlord wasn't renewing their lease, or our lease, I guess you could say, and that he was moving out. And he suggested that I do the same. And, you know, I'm, obviously I know this is bullshit, so I'm like, well, maybe it's because his girlfriend doesn't like me and they're just trying to move out, whatever. They're trying to just leave me with the apartment. Right. Whatever. And I call the landlord, and I'm like, hey, you know, Joe told me this. And he goes, no, Joe hasn't talked to me in, like, a few weeks. So I'm like, what the, what the fuck? He just kind of left me with the apartment, right? Now, I went to work that day, I believe around this time, and I had to look for this photo. Um, I went to work one day. And you can definitely tell this when I was younger because definitely more baby face. Um, came into work and co-worker of mine goes, what the hell happened to you? And obviously I'm just like, oh, maybe I just look like I was tired. Mm -hmm. Um. Don't, didn't own any pets at the time. Uh, came into work with that. Holy shit. Now, I don't know how that got there because I woke up and everything felt fine. Mm -hmm. Right? Even took a shower and yeah. then went to work. Meaning, whatever happened, right? Happened between the shower and going yeah. to work. You know what I'm saying? And... So, obviously, I'm confused. I'm washing my face in the bathroom. And 
while I'm washing my face in the bathroom, I'm working at the Turnstone Casino at this point. I believe I was working at the bingo hall at that time. And I glance into the, you know, glance into the mirror while I'm washing my face, and I'm hands over my face washing my face. And I swear there was somebody standing behind me, staring at me, doing this, with fingers or nails or whatever that were probably as long as these microphones. And to this day, I think, I, you know, it, it had to have been some sort of, you know, malignant spirit. Right. Because, you know, yeah, I'm working at the casino, I'm tired, and all of this, whatever. But when I got home, the sight that I came home to made me realize there's something there that does not want me there. Mm -hmm. Because I get home, and there are pieces of wallpaper just torn off the walls. Uh, Dishes in the kitchen, because as soon as you came into that kitchen, it was, you know, the apartment, the kitchen was your first room. Dishes, everything, smashed, just thrown all over the floor. The shower door was broken like somebody had punched straight through it glass was all over the floor and I went downstairs because it was an upstairs apartment I went downstairs I said did you guys hear someone in my apartment no we didn't hear anything all day yeah I've been home all day I haven't heard anything so obviously I'm freaking out I call the landlord I say somebody touched my stuff Mm -hmm. right they came into my apartment Go into my bedroom while I'm on the phone with him. Nothing in my room is touched. Not a single thing. Right? So, I am, at this point, confused out of my mind. Move out of the apartment. Right? I'm like, okay, obviously it's not safe. Mom came, helped me pick everything up. Moved me back home. Went home. Maybe about two weeks. Nothing. Right? Middle of the night, wake up, and the way my family's home is designed, we have a triangle living room wall with two gigantic bay windows, Mm -hmm. right? And I get up in the middle of the night, and, you know, there's woods behind it, and, you know, the deer come running through and everything, and it's just, it's peaceful. Look out there, and everything's calm. And I hear tapping coming from the kitchen. And I'm like, maybe mom or stepdad are there making something. Middle of the night, you know, odd, sure, but not unseen. Right. Right. Not not unseemly. And uh, I go to the kitchen and no one's out there. So I'm like, maybe there's just like a squirrel trying to crack a nut. I don't know why I'm always thinking it's got to be a squirrel. (laughs) But... um, I'm standing in the kitchen and I feel a breeze only on the left side of my face, right? So I go to brush my face. Meanwhile, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like up against the wall. I'm like, I go to brush my face. My hand hits something right here, right? I turn, there's a kitchen knife handle sticking out of the wall. So now I'm like, great. I'm not insane. And it has followed me Mm -hmm. because I think I would have known if there was a knife just sticking out of the wall. 
So I try to explain that to my family, and they're like, you're fucking crazy. Like, clearly you're just you're crying out for attention, whatever. And I'm like, no, because if I was to do that, I think I'd do something different. And it's just, it was, there have been multiple occasions where I have woken up with scars on my body in places that I can't reach in my sleep that I can't explain. We've had that, I've had that happen like last year. She, I got out of bed one day and she's like, how, how the fuck did you cut yourself open like that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? And I had two or three scratches kind of like over here on me mm-hmm. and like literally to do it, I would have had to claw like this, mm-hmm. but it was physically impossible. Impossible, for me exactly. To, do that. to have gash marks down my back, to have, you know, just all these weird injuries that I haven't felt until somebody points them out. They're like, what the hell happened to you? These are injuries that had they happened while I was conscious or conscious or whatever, or, you know, something. Like a, like a giant cat or something were to do that, you would know. But these are all things that I didn't even notice. Here's the crazy part. Around the time I stopped seeing it, because I would catch glimpses of it, I saw it clearly one more time, and then I didn't see it again. And the reason it's crazy is I'll explain. What it looked like to me was an old, skinny man. With very long fingers. See, does uh, I'm sorry, you can keep going, but I just want to know: is this motherfucker not like Freddy Krueger? Obviously, not like Freddy. But Kruger. does he wear a hat? He does not wear a hat. Okay, no, but it's both of his fingers. And the thing is, you know, it's a man, but you can't clearly see any distinguishing characteristics because it's like a silhouette. Okay. And the last time I saw it, I saw it clear as day. In a mirror. Every time I would catch it, it was in a mirror. Here's why it's creepy as hell. There's a girl we work with. Okay. And I'll just, I'll say her name. Go ahead. Savannah. Okay. Has, I've, I've talked about this thing before. And she... I, I was explaining how, like, it was violent towards me and everything like that. I never described it to her. She came up to me, and she, you know, quietly goes, is it a skinny old man that you only see in mirrors? And I about shit my fucking pants <laughs> because of the fact that she had that shit to a T. I looked at her, and I said, what did you just say to me? She said, is it a skinny old man with super long fingers that you only see in a mirror. And I said, get the fuck away from me before you bring it back to me. <laughs> because I'm not dealing with that one again. That one is terrible. That's that one I would not want to deal with again. The other two I can deal with. That one, no. Because the physical injury, the throwing of knives, it is... It wanted to hurt me. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. I almost, at first, I was convinced it was you. Yeah. I was at first, yeah. I was going to make it a point for my next major in school to go for, uh, uh, what is it, uh, psychology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I could come back to this conversation right. and diagnose you with being the main character from Split. 
from Split. Oh my God. Yeah. Ne- I've never seen that movie. Never seen Split. So it's a M. Night Shyamalan movie. It's, okay. a, it's actually a trilogy. It goes uh, Unbreakable, Split. Okay. I have seen those. Yep. Okay. And oh, the one with has, James McAvoy, right? With yes. like the whole bunch of different fucking. Yes. Okay. But yep. it's different because like, so his last personality, he can alter his muscle structure. Yeah, the beast and, or yeah, something, right? He can, he could do everything. Right. Now that would be fucking terrifying. That's scary as shit. Yeah. Like if that, but, oh man. But no, that's, that's just all jokes aside. No, you're. That whole thing is fucking terrifying. That gives a everything whole that you've gone through is characteristic to a line my coach said last night at wrestling. There's a thousand characters inside of all of us. That would be a whole different fucking ordeal altogether. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's violent. So, I've when he first was talking about it, the only thing that came to mind was the what is it? The man and the the man and the crooked something. I don't remember. And the crooked smile. Yes. I don't like that at all. So hold on. I don't know what that is, but hold on. This is where I'm going. Cause I, wait, is that the one? It's what I deal with. Okay. Because remember how it came up on like Facebook or something. And I said, how the fuck do other people know about this shit? Candyman. Yeah. That's not the one I'm talking about. Though. I'm talking about the one from, um, it's the conjuring movies. You know what I'm talking about? The one, <laughs> yes. The one that yes. comes out of the, they're making the a movie. Toy. They're making a movie about him, the man with the crooked smile. Okay. Um. But he's also known as Top Hat Man. That's why you said, does he have a hat? Right. Yeah. So, I, not any time recently, I think the last time I had an issue was maybe like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I suffer from severe sleep paralysis sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's not Okay. Um, it'll happen to me even if I'm just taking a quick nap. I have, um, I almost think I'm having a seizure when it happens because I'm completely awake. Mm Um, you've seen the insidious movies, right? Uh, yes. So astral projection is completely real and it goes hand in hand with sleep paralysis. That kid would not wake up. Mm Mm-hmm but he knew everything that was going around him and that is sleep paralysis right there. Right. I, so the last time I had it happen, it wasn't because when Zoe and I first got together, it happened daily. Like I would fucking jolt up and fucking start breathing. Like I wasn't breathing, but she was just watching me. I was sleeping. I was breathing. Absolutely fine. Right. I've been there. I've done that. But when you're in that state, it like, so yes, I've, I've had it where I feel like I'm being crushed and I can't breathe. And that's why that happens. Mm -hmm. But I've seen this man twice. And then this conjuring movie brings this guy up and other people like on Reddit who have sleep paralysis and shit. And it's like, do you know who this is? And sure as shit. It's it's all the same description. It's a man with a top hat and a fucking weird, really weird crooked smile. We never see the rest of his face, but the bottom of his nose and his smile. Otherwise, his top hat is like almost like a Joker hat, hmm. but it's covering his it's eyes like and that's, nose. That's fucking. Can I see real quick? Terrifying. 
Yeah. That's from the contract. That's yeah. that's fucking so, terrifying. Like to see that, especially <clears throat> when you're in a sleep paralysis moment where you can't move. But that's where like the astral projection comes in. You're not in your realm. Mm-hmm. You're in there's another realm. Mm-hmm. And that's like I had um what was it? Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. They had the man with the top hat. Mm-hmm. Always turned around. You'd never see his fucking face. I feel it's 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 death's wingman. He's not. He hasn't gotten me, obviously. Right. I I don't know if he has gotten anybody, but he's there, and he is a hundred percent fucking real. Um. And I wish I was able to. Have you ever been able to use your phone in your dreams? No. Have you ever seen your phone in your dreams? No. Isn't that weird? That's fucking that weird. extremely weird. No, but I wish I could, like, take my phone with me to show this shit. It started, I want to say I was five or six years old when it first started happening to me. Mm-hmm. I would wake up in the middle of the night in my room in my dream. Hmm. I used to have this little cable box that had, you know, the two, like, all right, so cable only went up to, like, channel 68 or something. It was, mm-hmm. like, t- channel 2 through 68 or 70-something, whatever. It was always set on 38 or 39 mm-hmm. for Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network where I lived. And at a certain time when it would turn from p.m. to a.m., the p.m. dot on the bottom would disappear. Now, I remember in my dream one night, I woke up and I look. And that dot disappeared, so it was midnight. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I tried to go back to sleep, but I couldn't because I was asleep. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a couple minutes goes by, and I open my eyes, and this guy just walks in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm on a bunk bed. I'm on the bottom bunk. So I'm, like, looking up towards my TV, and this guy, like, leans over and is like, hey, how's it going? And he starts having, like, a full-blown conversation with me. Oh, um, no. What? Hell no. And I'm like, like I was, I wasn't scared though at that time. Yeah, you're young. And the one thing I could always remember was you will meet me in the real world one day. Mm. I met this motherfucker when I was 17 years old. That's insanity, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I, uh, I'm still, I'm, I still talk to him. I am convinced he's the fucking devil, but. Did you tell him about this story? No, I told okay. the people that I know him from. Your mother knows who he is. Now, does this person listen Your to the podcast? Your mother knows who he is. He does n- he's aware of the podcast. Where? I don't know if he listens to it. Where is he from? They, they went to school in Durmville together. Huh. Oh, yeah. Small world. So, um, yeah, that's... um. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leaves me with uh, two more coins. There's, I guess we should go with bad, and then we can end on a happy note with good. All right. Because I'm sure we've got everybody, you know, everybody's timbers shaking. Oh, right yeah. Now, Every, everyone, everyone's tuned in and ready for some more right, right now. So bad was, it was like my own personal bad luck charm in a way of, Something would happen or I would see something and then just everything would just go downhill, right? So 
I like to call this one Bad Luck Bobby. Because, no, because, you know, obviously, like I said, it's just it was bad luck. And <laughs> it was more to the point where, and honestly, this could even be seen as not a haunting spirit, but there's something that happened that made me feel like it was. Where, so... Let's say, because it was roughly around the same time as Violent, Bad was, let's say, alternating weekend visitation. Okay. I wasn't dealing with Violent, I was dealing with Bad Luck. And it was just, when I was younger, my family could attest to this, it was very much so that it seemed like I had anger issues and depression. And I was even diagnosed with IED at one point, which is intermittent explosive disorder, because I would just get so mad, right? And it's funny that you bring up Split because if it weren't for the fact of the third one, I truly would believe that maybe you're onto something. Right. So Bad Luck Bobby was a child. Um, dreads. Um, pale as fuck. Um, with the most bloodshot eyes you've ever seen, okay? Like he had been crying his entire life. And this one, um, I would actually see appear. Whether or not I was hallucinating of any sort, I would actually see him physically appear, walking through the house, uh, standing outside by the UTV, by the cars, um, the chicken coop, I would see him, and I would know I saw him, specifically because of the fact that anytime I would see him within a 48-hour time limit, just everything would fall apart. And by that, I mean I would get into fights with my parents so bad that they wanted to fucking kick me out of the house. I would get fired from my job. I would um, lose a relationship, or somebody close to me would get, like, in a car accident or something. Um, just... Nothing to the point where it was like, oh my God, I think this thing is like a representation of death, but it was like, what the fuck is going to happen now mm -hmm. when you saw him? Um, an example of this is I saw him one day when I was walking to work. Now, I used to walk to the casino before I had a car, and I saw him, and it was like, why is there a child on the side of the road. And then it was, fuck, I know who that is. I know exactly who that is. Mm -hmm. And I wound up at work. And the start of the 48 hours was getting a call that my grandmother was sick. Now, in the Philippines, we call our grandmothers Lola. So she's very important to me. Mm -hmm. So hearing my Lola was sick, couldn't get out of bed because she'd been up for visitation. I was spending a lot of time with them. And hearing that she's not getting any better, as a matter of fact, she's getting worse, I informed work. I said, hey, I have a grandmother who is very sick. Can I have this time off? We'll look into it for you. 
Sure enough, they let me go. Okay, whatever. Well, that bad luck is still kicking because I've tried to apply to the nation multiple times, and they put me down as a walk-off from that job. Now, I never walked off from that job. Right. I was released. I was let go due to the fact that, hey, I got to spend time with my family member because they're sick, and I don't know if they're going to die. Now, granted, that just might seem like a con- you know, like a, a coincidence, mm-hmm. right? Tell me how I saw him minutes before I broke my arm. Tell me how I saw him minutes before a car accident. Tell me minutes. And it's, it's one of those things that only I can say because I've, I've tried to describe him to other people before. Nobody's ever seen this, this kid, this deity, this whatever, right? But anytime something bad has happened... I've seen him before it happens. And honestly, saying it all out loud right now after you talked about Split makes me think I'm fucking insane. Because how do you see this kid and then bad shit happens coincidentally after I see him? The universe works in mysterious ways, but more than mysterious... I'd say supernatural because mm-hmm. um, it's it's hard to say because it, you're far from fucking crazy. I tell you that because you're not the only person that goes through these things. Right. These things are heard of. And most of the time, sure, it can be a coincidence. But there are times where you will see someone or something before something good happens or mm-hmm. something bad happens and you're one of these people um our daughter our son are they because they're so young they are able to they're susceptible to more things within our universe yes. that us adults don't bat an eyelash um so when my oldest was maybe two, three years old. He was walking up the steps where um, a friend of ours had passed away. Right. And he was in his car, or he wasn't walking. He was still in a car seat, and I was walking up the steps. And right, because the dude hung himself, so there was a mm-hmm. bar up in the doorway. And as I set him down, he looks up and is smiling and waving. Yeah, that's... And he's yeah. just a little guy, so I'm like, okay, that's weird. Our daughter, a couple years ago, she, uh, whose birthday was it? Was it your birthday? Sorry. We we were, we were at Zoe's mom's house and we were outside having a fire or whatnot and. It was my mom's birthday. Okay. It was Jenny's birthday and we were all having a good time, having a fire, having a couple drinks. Olivia's running around. We're listening to music and the song hadn't played or anything, Mm -hmm. but. Olivia comes from inside the house where she was alone mm-hmm. and walks outside singing the lyrics to Hotel California. Mm. Has never heard this song before in her life. Right. Like singing it word, word for word. word. Mm. And at her age, I, I, I knew what that song was, but I couldn't sing that song. Right. Um. So, like, Jenny looks at us. She's like, do you hear what she's singing? I'm like, no. She's like, she's singing Hotel California. And... 
she kind of laughed about it and she's like huh how funny i didn't know that she knew that song and we're like she doesn't know the song Hmm. so she she's like olivia where did you hear that song and i forget what she what'd she say she said the guy with the mustache told me to sing it for you fucking jenny's dead dad oh boy that, okay. was, that was his favorite song. <laughs> Jesus. So he was, he was trying to get through to my mother to obviously wish her a happy, happy birthday. birthday or something. Well, that's honestly, that's, I wouldn't necessarily call that haunting, but that's like, that's, that's touching. Right. Honestly. Like, right. But that's still like, holy shit. That's, but that's these kids being able to, ex- to be knowledgeable with this stuff. Like Absolutely. they can see this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like when my mom would babysit. Our daughter, like, she would be in the hallway talking to herself. My mom's like, who are you talking to? She's like, the, the lady with the red hair. And she's like, who? And she was like, come here, I'll show you. And she pointed, you know, at a picture of my great-grandmother. And she was like, her, but she has red hair. And mind you, you know, she died when I was in middle school. Right. So Olivia doesn't know who she is, you know. So, and the only... You know, all the pictures from back when my great-grandma was a kid, they're all black and white, so Olivia wouldn't know that she had, had red, red hair. hair. Yeah. And the only two in our family that have red hair are her and my great-grandma. Shit's wild, uh-huh. bro. So then our... Welcome to our spooky episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> so then our youngest, um, when my mom passed, it was a very... It was it was a rough time for me. You remember? Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty dark in our house. Yeah, it was dark in our house. But as soon as we would step outside, it was bright as hell. The sun was always shining. At our house, there's a little wood line, maybe a stretch of, I don't know, like twenty meters across. Yeah, right I before d- the yeah. field. I know where it is. And when you're in our driveway, you could look down. It, there's a little hill that goes next to our building and then the wood line. Mm-hmm. But our youngest, every day we were walking to the car, he'd look over that way. He'd smile and just start waving. And I was just like, well, I don't get it. And one day Zoe's like, it's, he probably sees your mom. And I started crying when she said that. And it like, it's, it's the little things that you like, you don't realize that that may be what it is. I think it's just like the little signs. Like I know when I see, you know how they almost look like moths, but they're little yellow butter butterflies. Yeah. It's my dad. I know if I see one of those, that's my dad. If I see a ladybug or a monarch butterfly, I know my mom's around. Right. That's like the other day we were at the gas station. We were talking about his mom for something. I don't remember. And then right across the windshield flew a monarch. Yep. And I was like, see, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. There are I I, be, I do believe that not all hauntings are bad. No. My mom always said that if she died, she was haunting the shit out of us kids. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, so she like, did throw my pictures off the wall. Scared the fuck out of us. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, it's just your mom being your mom. Get the fuck out here. You know right. what I mean? Like right. it was weird because it was on our son's. It was the day before our son's birthday. Isn't that and that it, picture it you it took was, out today? It was yeah. It, it was, was the it was the broken it frame. Was a photo frame of. Like all of his first, yeah, like first things. steps, and first it was the day before yeah. his birthday, and that's the only one that went flying off. And so and it's like, almost well, like she's like, I might not be able to be here on his birthday, so I want to wish yeah. him a happy right. birthday, kind of thing. Right. Kyle, get him the fuck out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I yeah. think, 
And it's That's weird. A good one. It's weird because sometimes he'll be, uh, he'll be like walking around the house, being a goofy kid and whatnot, and all of a sudden he'll like stop next to our doorway and like look up and smile and wave, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And then I'll start talking to someone or something, and I'm like, uh, "All right, like I'm gonna let you be a kid, but right." Scaring the shit out of me. I don't let him do that. I'm like, all right, we're going out here. Let's go. <laughs> no, you're not entertaining this. Right. If it was a closet, I'd say no. But when it's wide open in front of me, I just let him be a kid. It's they can get through kids very easily. Absolutely. <sighs> I, I think, think that we, was a good one. I think I think we did good today. Uh, I do have one more. I need that. Oh, now. that's right. That's right. Oh. I do have one, and I will. I'll. I'll set a timer. I'll try to make sure it's. It's a short one. You're good. Um, only the reason I want to set a timer is because I want to give everybody a heads up now. The start to this, I have to explain something that happened uh, in my, my younger years. I am 27, so obviously, you know, I'm not super old, but it's, uh, it's very graphic. Um, so if you have any sort of trigger or whatever, I want to warn you right now, try to skip ahead roughly 15, 20 minutes because... This explanation is pretty rough. So I'm going to start this now, and we're going to go on. So the good ghost, if you want to call it that, that's haunting me, is a childhood friend of mine. Uh, her name was Joanna Young. We called her Anya. And uh, when I was younger, my father used to live outside of Oneida. And... Uh, she and I became very close friends um, to the point of it was just we were we were very close together and she used to get bullied a lot in school she wasn't it's not like she wasn't she was overweight it's not like she was a weird kid she was quiet she kept to herself. Um, and, uh, she, uh, she used to get bullied a lot to the point where these girls would, like, pull her hair and, like, throw her up against the lockers in the hallways and stuff like that. And, uh, so whenever I'd be visiting my father, I would meet up with her and I would walk her home. Mm -hmm. So I wish she didn't get attacked or anything on her way home. One day I show up, and she's not there. So I'm like, huh, that's weird. I asked a couple of her friends. I'm like, it, you know, was out at school today? No. Mm. Okay. She didn't let me know, but I'll go see if she's at home, right? Go to her house, and door's not locked. It's unlocked, which is weird because her dad always stressed to lock the house. Mm -hmm. So I go in. And I'm asking her, you know, I'm obviously like, hey, you know, Danya, you home? Nothing. Went upstairs to her room. So the way that their apartment was set up was uh, you go up the stairs, go to the right, down the hallway, you had a little bit more of a right, and then there's her bedroom. Right. And at the end of the hallway before her bedroom is her dad's room, and his door is wide open. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's... Nothing out of the ordinary, right? And her door is kind of shut, but cracked open. And uh, I I open the door 
just as she pulls the trigger and blows her brains all over her bedroom wall. Like, I shit you not. Timing of door open, bang. And at that point, it's... How, how do you react at that point? You know what I mean? You, you can't do anything. How can you? She, she's dead. You know? Or she had had enough of the bullying, gone into her dad's room, gotten his gun, and decided she had enough. And personally to me, I feel like It was the most selfish thing she could have done. And I have always been angry at her for it. Especially because I walked in on it. Right. Like, not her dad, not her mom, me. So, imagine being younger and having to explain to, you know, the you know the EMTs and stuff like that what happened. Right. I got to relive it again. I got to tell you what happened. Um, so for a very long time, I was heartbroken. Mm -hmm. Um, come to find out she wasn't gone, gone. Her mom gave me a CD that had my name on it. And I guess I had overlooked when I had gone over there because her mom went in, obviously after everything is set up and found a CD with my name on it. And a note that said, don't give up. Everything's going to be okay. I'm like a bird from a cage. And she was quoting the song that was on there. There was only one song on the CD. It's called From a Cage by, I believe the band's name is called Envoy. E-N-V-O-I. And I listened to that shit on repeat forever. Mm -hmm. I still listen to it from time to time. And I lost the CD. And I forgot the name of the song for a while. And hilariously enough, I it popped up on a shuffler or whatever. And, uh, you know, finding it and knowing what it is brought back a lot of memories. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing her. And, you know, most people be like, oh, this is, you know, this is trauma. This is PTSD. It's this a, is guilt. It, a lot of people will say it's a way to uh, cope with your grief. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, I'm not the only one that's are. Um, there are plenty of other people I could go on and go through and explain, but to conserve time, I'm going to give another shout out to my wonderful girlfriend, Haley. Because Haley's met her recently. There was a time where I was not home. I was at work. And she texts me and she goes, I'm hearing a lot of weird noises. Right? A lot of things moving. Sounds like scuffling feet. And she's the only one home. And to me, in my mind, I'm like, I know who that is. It's not the first one. It's not the second one. I know it's her. Mm -hmm. Because I see her from time to time. Now, the fact that she told me that 
sparked the memory of, hey, maybe I should tell my girlfriend this. Mm -hmm. So I told her of the dream I had about how I was talking to her in my dream the night before. You know what I mean? And to me, coincidence isn't coincidence. I feel like everything happens for a reason. For a reason. And it was just us, you know, just sitting and, you know, I can't remember if it was a couch, a bench, or just a couple of chairs, and we were just talking, catching up, because obviously, you know, life has gone on without her. And I explained to her, I was like, this is who I was talking to in my dream, with a giant hole in the back of her head, because this is what happened. And uh, so now Haley's freaking out, right? She's like, that's fucking terrifying, right? Well... Haley has seen her open the medicine cabinet in our bathroom. It's mirroring just opens. She's seen her do that. Um, she has heard her take this thing that we bought from Walmart. It's like a suction cup thing that you can put like shampoo and stuff in. And if mm -hmm. it were to fall off, it would just fall, mm -hmm. right? Because of weight. She heard it explode off the wall and everything just fly into me while I was taking a shower. She has seen my dog growl at supposedly nothing, but then wag his tail and head in that direction like he's expecting to get pet or something. Mm -hmm. And to me, she's the reason Bad Luck Bobby and the Violent One aren't in my life anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I feel like she is making up for what the CD couldn't. To me, I feel like she is, you know how people like burn sage and they try to clean a house and stuff? Yep. She's my cleansing. She's my guardian angel, right. I guess you could say. She keeps all the malign spirits away and she really just looks over everyone in my household. And it's not a story that I like to broadcast to people. And even more so, I don't want to tell people, hey, she killed herself, but now she's a ghost and she's watching over me because then everyone's going to be like, get him the white coat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But it's, to me, it's a good haunting yeah. because she's been in multiple households, the apartment I'm in now, my family's home, um, and, you know, other apartments that I've had. And I feel like she's been haunting me because let's be real. If a knife went past my face, that close. Technically, I feel like it was aiming for me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the fact that it just wound up right here was her going, no. Mm -hmm. Not his time. Not yet. Mm -hmm. The fact that no malignant spirit has ever killed me, especially with all the stories that I've shared with you guys here today, I feel as her being like, that's enough. Not his time. He saw me leave before my time. You will not do this to him. Right. And I love her to death, but Haley is scared shitless <laughs> of, of Anya. She does not like she does not like her at all. Um, completely understandable why. Um, but just like your mom, I think I have a spirit that is attached to me, but in a good way. And Maybe other people don't see it that way. All I can think, I'm sorry. You said just like your mom, and I thought it was coming with when the rents do. Oh, jeez. 
well, I guess, you know, just like your mom, when the bell tolls, they're like, no, not yet. <laughs> but that's, Jesus Christ. I don't know, that's a, that's a 10 minute gap right there. So I think that's, I think that's fair enough to end that story right there. It's, um, it's probably my favorite spooky story to tell. Like I said, there's multiple occasions that she's come to me and everything like that. Um, I mean, another situation with Haley, I actually almost forgot. Um, I don't know if you guys are big into tarot cards or like zodiac signs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Well, I had a dream with her and she gave me a tarot card and it was the chariot. Okay. Now, I told this to Haley because Haley has tarot cards. She's big into that, and honestly, I find it super fascinating. So I told her, she gave me a tarot card, and I don't know why. And I told her what it was. And it was, it was, it was crazy because, like, I knew nothing about the tarot card, and I explained in detail things about the tarot card that related to her. And it was frightening i can't remember the questions that Haley had asked me and honestly i i'll have to come back to this at some point but like it's it was like spot on to the point where Haley was like freaked the fuck out mm -hmm. like um fuck i can't i can't remember the questions she asked me um i think it was like characteristics and qualities and stuff like that but Haley has never met her. Mm -hmm. How could she? she mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And these questions that she's asking me, and I'm giving her the answers, and God damn it, I really wish I remember what the hell she had asked me. We can revisit that. You know what fine. I mean? It's just, it's. I'll have to ask her, actually, yeah. when she listens to this, um, what the questions were, and we'll come back to it. But, like, they were so spot on, and I'm not a Zodiac guy. I'm not a tarot card guy, but that shit kind of had me thinking, all right, there's there's something going on here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And maybe that'll be our next thing. Maybe we'll talk about tarot cards or something like that or, you know, the meaning behind the supernatural or something. But uh, I'll have Taylor come with her tarot cards. We'll do a reading right here. That would be interesting. I'll talk to her about it. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that's going to put an end to our spooktacular episode. Zoe, thank you yes, for thank participating you so much. and coming. I appreciate do appreciate it. A uh, big shout out to everyone that we mentioned. Oh, uh, this is going to blow my mind. What was she asking me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you to our supporters. Keep on following and sharing, liking, downloading all of our stuff. We do appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you.